1: I mean, if Repo Man wants to face Donic the Clown, all we need is a yes from everybody involved, and cool, we can do it. The problem is, getting that nodding head is so damn difficult. So who wants to get sad? That's right, me too. Therefore, I am signed for what culture. Please do subscribe with tears in your eyes. This is 10 incredibly storylines that will never happen. Unless they do, then you can come yell at me for this list. Number 10. Mercedes Monet versus AJ Lee Seeing wrestlers retire before their time is always sad, and man, we have seen it so much. AJ Lee was one of these who had to step away due to neck injuries, and honestly, she was so integral in getting women's wrestling to where it needed to be, ahead of her time, even though WWE in general was way behind the time. She has been smashing it ever since, including being one of the producers behind Women of Wrestling, which she also does commentary for, and Lee was so young when she hung up her boots, kind of think she would have had loads left to give so therefore we start putting her in the same bracket as a brian danielson or an edge or a page and hoping that she does make the big return to the ring even though it doesn't seem very likely and if she did do you know who would be a fabulous opponent that's right mercedes monet the former sasha banks she too has been smashing it recently and is a mega free agent at the moment you take both their styles and push it together, I think they would have killed it and the promos would have rocked. Sadly, Lee doesn't seem like she has any interest in returning and more power to her, but we can but dream. Could headline a pay-per-view with this, people would love it. Number nine, Gunther and Ishii on a grand stage. Name me two harder-hitting wrestlers than Gunther and Ishii. It's a tough one, that was a pun even when they slap people fans go crazy because they just do it so hard but if you do want to see them tangle in the biggest of all stages well i don't think it's going to happen now if you didn't know they already clashed i totally get it because you can't see all the matches but back in 2018 at revolution pro they did get into a fight it was as brutal as you'd expect and while RevPro is a great promotion and you should watch it it is an indie company And let's face it, you could do the former Walter and the New Japan man at WrestleMania and it would still make sense. Given that WWE doesn't open that forbidden door and the ring general is going to be in WWE for a long time, however, well, we may just miss the moment. It's not the worst because these guys are totally killing it in their respective companies. Good on them. Still, though, I've told you once, shall carry on dreaming? Number 8, Andrade dominates Lucha Underground. Andrade has been everywhere. AEW, WWE was down in Mexico as La Sombra, where he made his name, the dude is pretty good. If you've seen his approach to wrestling too, you know the deal, which is why it's kind of sad he never got to run through Lucha Underground. I feel like that kind of promotion was made for this guy. They closed their doors in 2018 when Andrade was still contracted to WWE, so he had no chance, but the merging of cinematic stories and nuts wrestling feels ready-made for Mr. Tranquilo. I mean, he acts like a movie star half the time anyway. I honestly think he would have been a main event player down there, but it's just not going to happen. Who knows if he even cares? Doesn't have to. He's flying either way. Seven Charlotte Flair versus Tessa Blanchard. So given their family lineage, it felt at one stage like Charlotte Flair and Tessa Blanchard would clash. I mean, it would just be a four horsemen reunion in many ways the stories we could have told. These two were also ahead of the game, and at one point the rumours were Tessa was going to go to WWE, Then it all went bad. For if you don't know, Blanchard was involved in a series of incidents where she was accused of racism, having a bad attitude, and just being tough to work with sounded awful. Impact even let her go due to this, so any move that was on the cards was over. Nobody, understandably, wanted to go near her. Recently there has been some chat that she's made amends for a lot of this, but still. Just don't do it in the first place. Be nice to people. It's easy. Number six, The New Day versus The Elite. If there is any entry on this list that I hope I'm wrong about, it's this one because, man, I need it. I mean, we know The New Day and The Elite would smash this because they're masters at the art. And once again, you could headline any show with this. You don't get to where they are by accident. The reason it does feel unlikely, though, is due to the loyalty both seem to have to their respective promotions. And that's a positive thing. The Young Bucks and Friends have just re-signed with AEW. As for Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, they seem very content. It's likely why they make constant jibes at each other through video games, because they know it's never going to happen in the ring. And of course, then there's the Big E situation. So even if we did get to this... Well, it wouldn't be the same, still hurts. As we've seen with Adam Copeland recently, you can never say never, but at the moment, it does feel like a little bit of a stretch. This is why WWE needs to open that damn door, the joy that awaits on the other side. Number five, Brian Danielson and the New Japan G1. So even Danielson himself came out recently in an interview and said this would be irresponsible, it doesn't mesh with his life goals. In case you don't know, the G1 is New Japan's round robin tournament, and it is crazy. You are doing multiple matches in a very short period, and all the wrestlers talk about how beaten up they are afterwards as a proper challenge. It's why the American Dragon has always wanted to do this, because in many ways it's the peak of wrestling. But yeah, this is the same guy who said he wants to take a step back full-time from wrestling in 2024 to spend more time with his family and curb the injuries. The G1 will not help with that. I guess the flip side is that if he does want to do this, next year would be the time. But then again... I'd kind of rather he didn't. We must protect Brian. He is the best of us. Number four, McFoley mentoring an AEW talent. So in another lifetime, this would have happened. Mick Foley went to TNA in order to give back to wrestling, and it was pretty good. Not sure the company entirely knew what to do with him, but still, he had some decent moments. The environment is so different now, though, because AEW versus WWE is a very real thing. Why do you think John Cena was on that episode of NXT? Go and do some reading and you'll get it. I don't mind because give me all the madness all of the time. It's why Foley would be in this chat. He's no doubt a legend. If AEW did sign him, people would tune in. Who doesn't want to see what mixed plans in a company like that would be? Especially if all of a sudden he was talking to Ricky Starks going, Oh, hi, I'm going to be your teacher. Thing is, at the moment, Foley has a WWE Legends contract. And if we dig into those, they sound very lucrative something you want in your life if you're a wrestler who has stepped away from the ring. I mean, I can't see somebody giving this up for a short run in AEW. It also feels like WWE has done right by Foley recently, and he does seem like a loyal guy. Not that going to the so-called competition is disloyal, but I get it. As long as he's happy, man, he's earned it. Number three, CM Punk versus kenneth omega i mean we were so damn close as soon as cm punk signed with aew this was my match of choice because it's just wild say what you like about punk but the man knows what he's doing and omega is a generational talent could drag my ass to a good match the promos and the build to this would have been draw dropping too and i truly believe it would have captivated everyone hardcore fans the lap fans the mother fans the uncle fans don't know what that means but still i mean even after the brawl out incident kenny was rumored to still be finally working with punk so i think it would have happened not now though cm's been fired so unless we somehow get the wwe reunion and omega jump ships in a few years i don't get how we do do this in fact it feels impossible the irony is with all the controversy it would have been even better that's my tum tum this one i actually need it and I ain't getting it. Number two, a battle for the Bullet Club. So Bullet Club is for life. This is what we have been told. We've also seen the likes of Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, J. White, Karl Anderson, Evil, and David Finlay lead this troop. So in a dreamland, maybe one day they would have a big fight to see who would become the ultimate boss. Again, we have a problem here. How would you make that happen? It's too tricky. I mean, we could do something with Anderson and Styles, but that's past the point, even if Balor got inserted in. We likely will do Kenny and J and AEW. They've already tangled in New Japan too. Philly and Evil feel like New Japan lifers, or at least there for a little while. So if you did want to get this big schmoz, you best forget about it now. I mean, what spell would you even cast to enable it? Plus, it would break the world and our existence. Maybe it is for the best. Number one, the face versus the ace. So there was a time not so long ago where the biggest wrestling figureheads across the world were John Cena for WWE and Hiroshi Tanahashi for New Japan. It's why they both have so much prestige today because of the regard they were held in. And look at Tanahashi, That poor man's knees are toast, but we still want to see and support him. He's the man. Not entirely different with Cena either. He pops up on SmackDown, and everybody goes nuts. They've each basically had their own dream matches in their respective promotions too, which is why I want them to square off. But they won't. Again, it all ties in. Because one, John is never leaving WWE. Two, I don't think Tanahashi would ever totally leave New Japan. I mean, that's the only way that you would get this face off, so bam, it's done. So let's be honest, at this stage of their careers, it wouldn't be the same anyway. If you did pitch it as the face versus the ace though, fans would go totally wild. Maybe they could just have a big promo battle, maybe even a game of chess. We could just leave it there and move on to something else. Do you know of any storylines that will never happen? Well, you can let me know in the comments below before you like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Then please do go over to whatculture.com to continue on your wrestling journey. Make sure you come follow us on social media. And otherwise, just go out there and have a great day. Give somebody a hug. Give somebody a kiss. Tell somebody you love them. And then when you sleep at night, get a good eight hours. Otherwise, you'll be tired. Solid life advice there. Goodbye. only from rustolium